0: All right, Race Group 6 is uh, about to get started here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park, the Cal Club Region SCCA U.S. Majors Tour. We're on the Saturday slate of races, more races tomorrow on Sunday. Race Group 6 is Spec Racer Fords. Let's go through the qualifying rundown. Starting on the seventh row is going to be Casey McLeod in the car number 122 from Diamond Springs. In the sixth row on the outside, Dennis Elzer. Car number 28 from Yucaipa. In the sixth row on the inside is Steve Velada from Newcastle. South Pasadena's Thomas Stone will be on the outside of row 5 in the 50 car. Car 55 is Jay Rosenthal. Uh, He is from Woodland Hills. He'll start on the inside of row 5. Row 4 on the outside, Brian Schubert. Car number 9 from Huntington Beach. Next to him from La Quinta, California, Tom Mizorandino in the 15 car. And the third row on the outside, Alexander Bermudez from Altadena, my neighbor. Uh, <laughs> Alexander is in the old five car. In the five car is Andre Pera from Portland, Oregon. He is in the inside of row three. Row two on the outside, Thomas Burke, car number 45 from Woodway, Washington. And on the inside of row two is Mike Miserandino from Bakersfield. Your front row, Paul Marino on the outside from Chatsworth. And on your inside of the row one, your pulse sitter, car number 17, hailing from Olympic Valley, it is John Black. That's your starting lineup. We'll be waiting to see who, whether we get a, uh, a green flag here to start this race. 25 minutes in length. Probably 12 laps, my guess. Chuck Phillips is our starter for this race. When the pace car hits the pit row... Uh, Jan Black will be in control of the field as it rolls down towards the start finish line. Pace car is on pit lane. Your leaders are coming through that last corner before the pit straight. Coming down towards your starter. The green flag is in the air. We have a start. 14, 13 or 14 cars heading down towards our first corner side by side, too wide. All the way through six rows now. We'll see if they can get through cleanly. Looks like so far they did. Now they'll hit down towards the A section. Still no dust in the air. That's a good sign. As those cars blast through that A section, now they go through a short chute down to Cotton Corners. This is a decent passing zone, possibly. Sometimes you see some action there cars have now pretty much got into a single file little action a little argy bargy going on in the back uh maybe seven eight rows back as they now head down towards the grapevine corner today we're utilizing the bus stop which is a uh right left left right little uh little area of the back straight as they head down to riverside uh don't think bus stop like you would uh at daytona uh it's a uh, a similar configuration but I would say probably a quarter mile long so it's 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 more bendy than chicane uh, in this particular case we'll see who takes the lead here now they're going to head down through yes more I'm getting a look yes more bendy than chicane I'm making it all up as I go here people Give me some help and there'll be someone else for me to talk to And then it won't be just me making up words all day long There you go (laughs) Anyway Waiting for the leaders to come through the Star Mazda Corner And then down towards our main straight So I can tell you who is our race leader after one race lap this is one of those rare occasions in the SECA Where there's so many cars in this particular class That the class gets its own race Which is a lot of fun Now you've got your first two cars nose to tail Coming across the line Your race leader is going to be the 17 car of John Black Followed by multiple national champion Mike Miserandino in the 11 car Paul Marino is 97th or 97 car He's in 3rd Followed by Thomas Burke Andre Pera Alexander Bermudez And Tom Miserandino in 7th place So those are your leaders after the first lap here. Again, we're going to 25 minutes, which is ending up to be right around 12 laps in most cases here. All right, we've got our leaders past the start finish line, still the same running order. Uh, Mike Miserandino right on the back bumper of our first place car, Jack, uh, John Black. <laughs> Jack Black, that would be fun. Uh, John Black in the 17 car. So, Mike Miserandino, I, I lost count of how many national championships he's won, uh, but he is one of the best in the business. And I've seen this happen over and over again. Uh, he, he is, what what he is going to do, I'm guessing, is that he will stick behind Black in the second place and just work together, lap after lap after lap, uh, to be able to gap the field. Uh, right now it's almost a three second lap, uh, gap between first, uh, second and third. If these two cars work together for the next five or six laps, that gap will just continue to grow. He'll be happy in second place, right up until about two laps to go. And then he will put, in, uh, you know, put that, uh, that voodoo magic that he does to these spec racers and give a real good go at taking the lead here. Uh, he'll let John Black do all of the work for the first bunch of laps of this race. Uh, and then, you know, he'll take a, he'll take his time to pounce. That's what typically happens. We'll see if that's what happens here today. Uh, but he is as good as they come in a spec racer. So it'll be interesting to see if that's what happens here again. Uh, he's like a Cheshire Cat. He just waits for that opportunity to pounce, and when it's right, he goes after it. So uh, we will see if his, uh, if his modus operandi is the same here as it is in other races that I've watched him do this in. So we've completed two laps, get, come, getting ready for the field to come by for the third time. All right, so all that nonsense I was spewing about uh, Mike Miserandino waiting for the last second to make his lap pass at the end, of course, just to prove me wrong and make me look like an idiot, he makes the pass on lap number two, takes the lead. We'll see how long he stays there, Um, but uh, if John Black were smart, he would do exactly what I said Mike Miserandino would do uh, and just try to stick with him and have those two cars work together, uh, they've already created a 3.7-second lead over third place. So they can just reverse those roles and make the same plan, um, and they could even swap back and forth a couple times. As long as they continue to work together, uh, we'll see what happens. Paul Marino remains in third. Thomas Burt is in fourth. Alexander Bermude is fifth. Andre Perez sixth. Uh, Tom Miserandino, 7th. Brian Schubert, 8th. Jay Rosenthal is now in 9th through 10th place. Car is Thomas Stone. number 45, Tom Burt had a big off and on at corner number 2. He was off the track and then was able to come back on. Lost several... uh, Lost several positions. Your fifth fastest qualifier, car number forty nine, Paul Gasson. He ended in the IT four Mustard. And you've got car number five. Car number zero five. That's Alexander Bermudez. Uh, who's got some uh, front-end damage. He's off the track between uh, corner 15 and 13. Uh, That's on the way down to Cotton Corners. Not quite sure how that damage happened, but they're working on getting him some, uh, some rescue folks there to get him into a safer position. Hearing that that may have been a combination of uh, something that happened when the 45 car went off at turn two. Uh, So that could be a a residual effect of that incident there. Still Mike Miserandino, John Black up front, Tony Schubert's in third. Uh, Tom Miserandino is now in fourth. Uh, It's a five-position position. a five-position gain for Schubert to move into third, so he's having a great drive today. He's moved up, I guess that would be from eighth position into the third-place spot here. So the 11 and the 17 car Misurinino are black, still working together here uh, and still growing their lead over third place. Exactly as I suggested earlier, just. Uh, we flipped first and second position, so I was only a little bit wrong uh, <laughs> as they work together here. Turned 13, uh, 13 second, 13 and a half second lead now between first and second. Oh, we've got another car go- sliding off the track at Riverside, uh, but just four off, making it look impressive with a big trail of dust. Uh, but it looks like he was able to keep control of the car. Uh, but I would suggest that that car was off the track for, oh, a good eighth of a mile, maybe a quarter of a mile before it came back on. Uh, that was the 9.7 car, uh, Paul Marino. And I'm waiting to hear what may have happened to that car. Sounds like there may have been some contact there uh, to get him off the track. Uh, possibly some contact with Tom Mezzerandino in the 15 car. Uh, so we will, uh, we will see if the stewards make any decisions about that or if there's any complaints after the race. <laughs> Still, Meserandino and Black up front now extending their lead to 16 and a half seconds 16 and a half seconds, they've gapped that lead. So right now, they can just do their thing. Uh, we're right about at the halfway mark here. Uh, they can do their thing now for another four or five laps and see if Jack John Black wants to get racy at the end and uh, make a move for the win. But uh, So essentially, uh, these two cars decided we're going to work together. We're going to pull away uh, and, and we'll see if there's any chance uh, for this to become uh, a, a big battle here in the last couple laps of this race. Brian Schubert remains in third. Andre Pera has now moved into the fourth place position. Uh, Paul Marino's fallen back after that big off at turn uh, turn nine at Riverside corner nine at Riverside. Uh, Tom Rizzolino's fifth, Jay Rosenthal sixth, and then Paul Marino drops back to seven there. So uh, we'll see what that what all happens with that. Uh, we've completed halfway now. We're at the 13-minute mark in this race, uh, which means there's 10, 12 minutes, 12, 10 and a, 11 and a half minutes left in this race. All right. It sounds as though the uh, the number. Uh, the zero 05 car has been con- uh, collected by the safety crew and uh, being moved into a safer position there, uh, uh, right in the area just before we get to Cotton Corners. Uh, again, our emergency services teams here are the best in the business. Uh, we have uh, had several incidents today, and uh, they have been able—they've been able to clear those situations uh, all under local yellows without having to go full course yellow here. And uh, we really appreciate their efforts. I know the drivers do. Uh, it allows them to keep racing, and we don't have to sit around and uh, circulate for 7, eight, nine, 10 laps to make something happen. And, uh, you know, when you're only doing a 12-lap race, that can be that can pre- pretty much of a bummer as a driver. So, uh, so that's what's going on there. Still Mike Mizerandino in first, uh, John Black in second. Now they've extended their lead to almost 19 seconds, The, uh, the leaders just made it through some lap traffic there. Um, I can't tell which car that was, but whichever car it was uh, handled that situation really professionally. Uh, moved over and let the leaders go through with no real change in, in the gap between first and second. Uh, I will get that car number when they come by the next time so I can give them uh, the proper kudos. Uh, another car here. Uh, Another back marker, moving over nicely for some more of the faster cars to move through. Uh, I'll try to get uh, the car number there so I can also, uh, you know, give that uh, driver a shout out. Uh, You know, this is a class where a lot of times there isn't a lot of lap traffic. So, uh, you know, figuring out how to handle that both... As the driver being lapped and the driver doing the lapping. Sometimes that doesn't happen very often. Uh, But everyone out here today handling things uh, with just a a high level of professionalism and racecraft. And uh, that's fun to watch out here. All right, here come your leaders. Still Mizorin, Dino, and John Black half a second covers uh, the separation between those two, but that's close enough. You know, that's essentially keeping the draft going and everything. Uh, Here comes that car who uh, moved over nicely. It's the 122 car. Um, Let's see. Who is that? That's Casey McLeod who uh, was great at moving over and uh, allowing those cars through. So Uh, A big shout out to Casey McCloyd. Well done out there, letting the leaders through without having to worry about messing up their race. All right, we're about eight minutes left now. No real change up at the front with the leaders. Uh, Now the gap between second and third is now uh, 20.5 seconds. Again, slowly it's growing. Um, Now we'll figure out when and if uh, the second-place car is going to try to make a move. He's got to make sure he stays as close to that 11 car as possible if there's going to be any chance to make this happen in the closing laps. And it seems like the 11 car is slowly pulling away. Um, we'll see what happens here. Oh, now we have another car off driver's right here through the bus stop. Um, that may have been the same car of uh, Casey McCloyd trying to make room for faster cars coming through. And uh, and that car actually spun. It's now facing the wrong direction on the track at uh, at the bus stop. It's now turning around and continuing. It looks like that car is going to be able to continue on here. That was a big moment, I'm sure. <clears throat> All right, that car is back on the track. That was the same car I was referring to earlier, 122 Casey McLeod. All right, four minutes left here in race group five. A uh, half a second, four tenths of a second are uh, between first and second place here. Uh, with what will probably be two laps to go, uh, if uh, John Black is going to make a run at Mike Mizerandino, we're getting really close to go time here. And seeing that, uh, John Black is slowly creeping up to the back bumper uh, of the, tail, the, the, the tailpipe on that 11 car. So it looked like he just basically was biding his time uh, for five or six or seven laps here. And now we've got uh, maybe two to go here and it's go time. So we'll keep an eye on that real close here with a 24 second lead uh, over third place. These guys can really get racy now and really not have to worry about those third place cars catching unless of course there's an incident. Uh, So we'll keep an eye here. We're coming up on three minutes to go. uh, So I'm guessing we're gonna get two more laps in here. Uh, before all is said and done. So there's some time for things to get pretty exciting. Uh, it also appears that, oh, right nose to tail right now. Uh, John Black has taken the lead here with two to go. Mike Miserandino's right behind him. So somewhere back there, I'm guessing going into the Star Mazda turn would have been a great place to make that move. Uh, we've we've seen that happen now. So now I'm going to guess this is the second to last lap. Miserandino will see... What's going on here? He's good at this though, folks, one, one of the best we've seen, so uh, we will see what happens on, on that situation. Waiting for them to come back into my field of view here. All right, there's still one and two. Miserandino's right behind John Black as they go into the bus stop. Right here, Miserandino tries to sneak on the inside going through the bus stop, not quite enough room there. Uh, he is still right there as they head down towards Riverside. A little bigger gap now for uh, John Black as they head through Riverside and down that really long straightaway towards the Star Mazda turns. Again, I can't see very much down there Uh, But we will see if I can see his peak as they drive through. Still, first place John Black, second place Mike Miserandino. Now I go radio silent for about 15 seconds until they come back onto the main straightaway here. Lots of lap traffic also possibly could play into this. We'll see what kind of gaps we're looking at here as they come through this time. First car through is Miserandino this time onto the lap. He's going to take the white flag. So back in that backside, Miserandino made the move back around. He's going to come through with about a two-tenths of a second lead, a five-tenths of a second lead uh, between first and second. We'll see if John Black has anything left in the, in the tank, uh, not necessarily uh, gas tank, in, in, the, in the skills tank, uh, and if there's any tires left on that car to catch back up here on this final lap. They're through the A section, heading down now towards Cotton Corners. Still Miserandino first. Let's see if that gap is closed a little. It has not. Jack Black still probably five-tenths of a second back as they head through Cotton Corners and down to the Grapevine. Still no movement there. About the same lead. Miserandino is going to move through now into the bus stop. Really one good breaking zone Going into the Star Mazda Corners, if there's any chance for John Black to retake the lead here, he's hustling the best he can, but there's a shot that there's just no tires left on that car. Heading through the grapevine, oh, a little bit closer. John Black comes just a little bit closer. I don't think he's going to be close enough to catch him, and now there's some lap traffic. They're moving over nicely. Still about the same gap now. As they head down towards that little section... Still Miserendino heading down towards Star Mazda. Waiting to see if I can catch a, just a glimpse of them in between the trees here as they come back through. Now I'm just waiting for them to come onto the main straight here. Will it be Miserendino? Will it be John Black? Time will tell, seconds left in this race. The starter has the checkered flag in their hand. They're side by side as they go through the last corner. It's gonna be a drag race down to the finish line. Is it gonna be Miserandino? Is it gonna be Black? The winner, Mike Miserandino, by point three 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 seconds. What a great final lap. Woo! So like I said, two laps to go was go time. And these two guys worked together to work up in excess of a 25 second lead. And then with two to go, they took off the gloves and they went bare fisting through the last two laps back and forth. But once again, Mike Mizuindino, the master of that spec racer around these parts, uh, was able to keep the lead here. The uh, final gap between first and second, 0.333 seconds. Uh, The gap between second and third uh, was 34 seconds in the end. Uh, Fantastic show, though, uh, between John Black from Olympic Valley and Mike Miserandino from Bakersfield. Once everybody takes the checkered flag, I'll run you through the entire finishing order here. All right, here's your finishing order. Your winner, car number 11, Mike Miserandino. Second place, John Black. Those two, the class of the race today. uh, Brian Schubert comes in third. Your fourth place car, Andre Pera. Fifth place was Mike Miserandino. Jay Rosenthal finished sixth. In seventh place, you had Paul Marino. Eighth place was Thomas Stone. Your uh, ninth place finisher, Steve Velada. In 10th, number 28, Dennis Eisler, Casey McLoyd will finish 11th, Alexander Bermudez was 12th, Tom Burke was 13th, uh, those were the two cars that had uh, issues early in the race and then uh, Don Pallett did not take the green flag. So there's your full field rundown here, fantastic finish uh, to race group 6 at Buttonwillow Raceway Park for the Cal Club Region SECA US Major Tours. I'm Brian Bolansky, and this is the Motorsports Podcast Network.